the Beauty Edit podcast, a podcast solely dedicated to the nail and beauty industry. I'm Amanda. And I'm Amanda's daughter, Shelby. We are so proud and honoured to share with you that we are the newest ambassadors to the Navy professional team. As business owners of Ever Pretty Beauty Studio, we understand the importance of using the highest quality tools and hygiene products. We instantly fell in love with Navy Pro Tools when we first invested in their cuticle pushers, named Ethel and Doris. Their titanium coating gives them their signature gold look, but also helps minimise cross-contamination, and we were blown away by their precision. Hygiene has always been a top priority in the studio, and using the Navy three-step hygiene process has allowed us to work safely and effectively, giving us full confidence. Navy's hygiene system has been created with the help from Dr Fenton, an infection prevention and control expert. If you wish to place an order, you can use our code PRETTY10 for 10% discount. In today's episode, we chat with the social media star and YouTuber Isabel Maynails. She tells us about how she first entered the industry and why she felt the urge to create a YouTube account. Izzy has accomplished so much in a short space of time and recently has become a Navy Pro Tools ambassador and biosculpture mentor. Keep listening to find out about Izzy's experience of returning to work after the lockdown and what changes she has made to her business. Izzy also tells us about her plans and goals for the future and we can't wait to watch her journey further through social media and YouTube. For those considering a career path into YouTube, keep listening. This episode is jam-packed with advice. Hi Isabel. Hiya. Hello, you okay? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, all good, thank you. Uh, just finished our second week of working back in the studio. How about you? Yeah, I finished my first week this week. How did it go? Yeah, it went good. I was totally anxious beforehand, like I think I've seen a lot of tech say, but as soon as you get back to it and start painting nails, it feels like you've never been gone really, does it? Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit weird that first week for like us or for me at least. I were like a bit slower than usual, you know, like I usually block out an hour for a new set and I were like an hour and 10, an hour and 15. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get quick again. Yeah, yeah, I was definitely taking a little bit longer. My first couple of clients, I was like 15 minutes behind. I was like, quick, Izzy, hurry up. I know. Yeah. It's just, it was just a bit weird. But I, I think one thing is like the pace just feels a bit slower and a bit more relaxed yeah yeah it's a lot more chill yeah because we've added on extra cleaning time onto every treatment as well so like before when we were back to back we'd be like you know somebody would want like nail art and you'd be like just even five minutes and then you'd be stressed and you'd be panicking and then your next client's waiting and you've no time for lunch it just seems really more relaxed yeah definitely yeah Um, yeah um well thank you for joining us on the podcast a pleasure I'm so excited to have you on I'm so excited to be here (laughs) you're actually the first guest that we've spoken to after lockdown really oh my gosh well it's still lockdown isn't it but yeah not really (laughs) (laughs) is it it lockdown I think it still is well you're at least the first person that we've spoken to after the beauty therapist lockdown. Yeah. Yes. After we all can return to work. Or for nail then... techs at least, because you yeah. can't currently can't have anything done on the face. Yeah. Which yeah. next week that'll change as yeah. well, won't it? So really do feel for those that, you know, weren't able to go back when that announcement came on. Yeah. 
yeah I didn't realize at first and then I saw I was like no I thought it was just everyone yeah we did we thought I think it wasn't very clear but yeah no no surprise there (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so at least at least next week it should be even better Yeah. yeah hopefully some form of normality returns a little bit every week yeah, and I can have my LVL lashes done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not uh, thinking about myself in any kind of way. No, not at all. <laughs> Emmy Tash. Yeah. <laughs> all the beauty treatments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so to start with, would you mind giving us a little bit of an introduction to yourself and your business, please? Yeah, of course. So um, I'm a nail tech nail artist. I have my Instagram account, which is Isabel May Nails, as well as my YouTube channel, Isabel May Nails. I think that's where I'm most known for those kind of platforms. Um, I've been a nail tech for, well, I qualified over five years ago, but I've been doing nails on real life human clients for about over three years now. And I work from my little home studio with my mum, who's a hairdresser. So that's really nice. Um, And yeah, I just create content on Instagram and YouTube and do my clients' nails. And just, I love sharing it with my audience and just helping out if I can by sharing what I can share, basically. So when you started your YouTube channel, was you already trained? Yeah. So... So you trained first and then you thought you were going to create a YouTube channel? Yeah, so at first I I trained because I wanted to do nails just on myself and I'm a bit of a perfectionist in the sense that I was like, right, I need to do a course. Even if I'm just doing them on myself, I want to know how to do it properly. So I went on courses, started doing friends and family's nails and myself and I just absolutely loved it. So then kind of took it that step further and took clients. I was like, I really want to share the journey and share the learning process and share right from the start and as I grow. Um, And I just wanted to share because I felt like the industry, it was to look at. It was so overwhelming, not knowing what brand to choose, what colours most popular for your clients and there's just so overwhelming I thought if I can share it and then other people can join in and we can learn together and help each other out and yeah that's kind of why I started the channel because I just wanted to share the behind the scenes and I was totally inspired by Selena Ryden and Talia's Nail Tales on YouTube they kind of were my inspiration for starting the YouTube channel yeah. yeah it's been really successful as well um did you find that was just a, a hit straight away the YouTube channel or do you think it just slowly built or um definitely slowly built um I have had my YouTube channel for three years now um and it definitely slowly built I remember actually being in America on a holiday when I hit 100 subscribers and I was like <laughs> yeah this is amazing like I can't believe 100 people are following me this is mad um, I never did it for like followers or anything like that. I just wanted to share my journey. So the fact that 100 people were just joining in and it was amazing, like an amazing community to be a part of and that people wanted to join in and watch what I was, the content I was producing as well. It was really cool. But I, yeah, it just kind of has grown really naturally over the years. And I think my following are quite like loyal. Maybe loyal is not the right word, but they're very interactive and very like, I don't know I feel like I know my followers quite well I feel like I talk to them a lot and it's really personal and I feel yeah a real connection with everyone 
That's so lovely though. I think that it's a nice motive that you had to start in it as well, rather than it being about followers or, you know, what could come from it. The fact that you just did it to share things with other techs. And I think a while ago, I think before even like Instagram was so big in the last couple of years, I'm sure when I was like maybe about three years ago, I'm sure I'll come across one of your YouTube videos. Oh really? You know, from actually searching on YouTube though, rather than going through Instagram to your YouTube account. Yeah. Oh cool. I'm sure I've watched a couple oh, yeah. a oh, while yeah. back. I yeah, am. definitely. Oh, cool. Um, I always like to have a nosy. <laughs> See what's in your drawers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <My favorite> thing. <laughs> Honestly, it's so satisfying though, isn't it? Because am I right by thinking, have you just put up a new a new vlog? Yeah, a new salon studio nail art organisation vlog. They're literally like my oh. favourite things. <laughs> when I was like younger, me and my friend used to watch, this is off topic, but we used to watch, um, you know, like bedroom tours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that was such a big thing when me and my yeah. friend Alice were younger and we used to sit at sleepovers and just watch girls doing bedroom tours. Yeah, <laughs> and like makeup collections I used to watch yeah. all the time. Yeah. Obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> but there's something so satisfying about seeing what other people's setups are like and their organisation as well. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean... With regards to YouTube, did you have any insight on how YouTube worked, how to create a video? Because I think people who want to get into that side, I think a lot of people have kept away from YouTube because it, it seems so complicated. Yeah. Um. Even just like iMovie and creating a yeah. movie just seems really, really difficult. Did you do any special kinds of like courses or have you just solely just researched and taught yourself how to do it yeah I basically taught myself um I had no idea what I was doing and I I I still say to this day I'm just not good with technology that's why my partner's in the other room just in case I need technical (laughs) help here I mean I know you said that to us and I thought no I I didn't believe you at all yeah I'm useless (laughs) (laughs) I've literally taught myself pretty much anything I mean Google and YouTube are your best friend I used to YouTube and Google and I still to this day do that I YouTube how to like do thumbnails I remember YouTubing that because I had no idea how to create a thumbnail and Google and YouTube and your best friends and I always used to message um, others that I knew had like YouTube channels in hoping that they would give me any advice and things like that so yeah but I'm so encouraging of anyone that wants to join the YouTube world because I just don't think there's enough techs out there in it especially in the UK I feel yeah I know I don't know like loads do you mum no I can't say I, de- I I go looking if I'm honest these days um on are you, YouTube are you past the YouTube yeah I'm getting knocking on a bit <laughs> <laughs> I think so many other things take up your time I think the only time I go to YouTube is that if, is if I'm searching for something yeah. yeah you know like I'm I want to find out how to I don't know what's the latest thing I've YouTube QuickBooks probably <laughs> yeah how to do something in QuickBooks um but yeah it's always it's a good resource to go and find how to do something yeah it's definitely. a good visual yeah. resource as well yeah, I'm very visual definitely. so YouTube definitely helped me for sure yeah yeah I remember years ago we were trying to get the spray tan tent down <laughs> we couldn't we couldn't remember which way you like had to bend it to do it so good old YouTube. There was yeah. a man in his Even garden putting it down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spray something. Yeah. But yeah, it you like your content, I'm just looking at it now. It just looks so professional. Yeah, it does. Like 
we I, I could never no. create we could never. never create anything like that and I bet there's a lot of people out there that are thinking exactly the same honestly you can you can I promise you you can if if people somebody was thinking like I just want to get a video out there they've absolute no knowledge whatsoever of of any technology what would your advice be to them listeners I would probably say I think the first thing is most people are scared to film themselves and I think just Mm. pick up your phone and just hit record like it is such a built-up fear of filming yourself talking and that kind of thing I think just pick up your phone because I just started out with my phone and I just started recording as if I was talking to a mate on a phone and although it totally made me cringe a little bit watching it back and it still to this day does (laughs) when I watch it back I'm like oh gosh is you're making a weird face or you sound so weird um, I think the first thing would be definitely to just pick up the phone, click record and utilise YouTube and Google. Feel free to send me any messages. I'm always around to help anyone that wants any help with anything. Um, and yeah, it's really simple. Like I just use iMovie to edit, which comes with most like phones, I think. Mainly, I think Apple devices. I'm not sure on that, though. Um, and yeah, it's pretty step by step iMovie. And there's loads of tutorials on YouTube that are really self-explanatory and just keep it basic initially. But I definitely think the biggest thing is just pick up the camera and click record. Yeah, I think with what you were saying, like when you were just laughing and saying you were cringing at yourself. Yeah, I think to you, you might think that it's cringy, but yeah. to other people, that's what they find endearing. Yeah. Just yeah. that you're, norm, you, you're normal and yeah, you might pull a funny face, but we all do. Yeah. You know, in real I'm life, sure, yeah. we all do that. Um, and that's probably why people are so drawn to you I just love it I love just I'm kind of the way I am in real life on camera I just I just I can't not just be how I am I'm just (laughs) easy (laughs) yeah and I just love talking to other people and how it's created this community of people that yeah it's just amazing I love it do you find do you set yourself a certain day or a day of the week or a day of the month or anything like that um do you put that to one side just solely for YouTube because obviously you're doing clients and and nails as well Mm. um at first no it was definitely a hobby it was definitely a hobby it was something that another way that I could be creative and just yeah release all my creativity in another like platform in another way and at first it was just done in my spare time and then when it slowly built up and I had more clients it was definitely difficult to balance that I was definitely working until eight nine on clients and then eating my dinner and then working on editing YouTube videos and filming them until like early hours of the morning and it's actually only till this literally this week that I have now gotten a day a week that I've dedicated towards YouTube um which is Thursdays now so yeah that's really exciting I'm glad to kind of have a little bit of structure and a bit of routine and I feel like I can actually dedicate a whole day of working and creating content that people want to see as well yeah yeah it is it's a whole other job is when you've got something else yeah. on the side of doing the nails whether it's for us it's obviously the podcast for some people it's yeah. actually just Instagram or Facebook social media YouTube other platforms other content it's amazing how much time of your day it can actually take up without yeah, you realizing like our job in itself isn't it I mean yeah like you were saying earlier, we discussed about the editing of the podcast and stuff, how long it takes just to like listen back or watch back and edit. It's 
it takes a long time more than what people think yeah it does yeah there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes mm, to definitely to doing yeah. it um and it's nice with you saying now that you've got a day like just on Thursdays it, it's probably taken lockdown for you to to sort of get that work-life balance right yeah 100% I think lockdown has definitely taught me that I need to be a bit more present in my life and a bit more present with my family and Nick and and rather than working all day and then all evening on like YouTube which I love I need to balance out work-life yeah. balance a little bit more I think that's what it's done for a lot of people yeah, yeah I think it's hard to sort of get into that snowball when you're so passionate about what you're doing yeah. um, and and you're, you're thinking of like the next thing like for us like the next episode who we're gonna have as the next guest yeah. or we should do this and it's it can take over um and you do lose sight of what's really important in life yeah like my my boyfriend and like then my dad so obviously mum's husband <laughs> um um like they go mad at us don't they because I mean we we don't live together but obviously we work together yeah. and then when we finish work we're still talking about work over the phone yeah. whether it's whatsapp or ringing each other and then on weekends we're like oh but now we need to go tile shopping because we're getting a new sink fitted and now we need to go do this at the <laughs> yeah. weekend it's and like lot, they go it? yeah they go mad with us don't they I think yeah. sometimes we need like we, we need a bit of a cut between the two of us yeah. cut the umbilical cord yeah <laughs> It's definitely hard when you love something so much and are so passionate about it. You just want to spend every minute just working on that thing or creating. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we've seen you've accomplished some amazing things recently. Um, one of them being a becoming a brand mentor for Biosculpture Gel. Yeah, I'm so excited about that. Honestly, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's a it's a brilliant brand. Um and products as yeah. well yeah it really is I think something that I've documented on YouTube is the whole my whole process of trying so many different brands like I'm quite open with it all I've tried probably over 20 different brands and I think at one point I had over a thousand different like collectively thousand different gel polishes from different brands and I've tried and tested them on my channel and on my clients and I found by sculpture late last year and just added them to my collection as I normally do and was like playing around with them on some clients and I was just like oh hang on a minute I really 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 like this and something just clicked it's like the brand that I've been searching for throughout my whole nailing career and it's just yeah. clicked I just I'm in love <laughs> yeah it is a really good brand and a really yeah. good product but we feel your pain on the trying different brands and it costs oh. a fortune oh as well to yeah. try out different things. The money that I spent and I'm currently living at home with um my parents and the amount of packages of nail mail and <laughs> it, it is expensive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. But for us, like I was original bio-trained tech um, 12, 13 years ago. Um, so we always used Biosculpture. It was it was the first ever like long lasting gel manicure yeah, um, on the market. Um, but then we just encountered a few problems when it changed to LED, and that's when we needed to like try and find another brand. Mm. Um, and we tried every, you, you name it, we've probably tried it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, 
and then they brought out the new Evo bases, Flex and Contour. Um, and we were like, right. So we were invited, obviously, down to head office. Um, and we tried it there. And it just lasted so well. Mm, so we were tough. blown away. Yeah, so tough. And I think, yeah, it's taken them five years to bring out these bases. But they're definitely a game changer, I, I think, definitely. For whether anybody's new coming to bio or anybody who's been a, an old biotech, um, coming back to the brand I think the new bases have totally totally changed it yeah I mean I I'm definitely a baby to the brand so I have <laughs> loads to learn loads to learn from you guys and everyone but I am um, yeah I'm in love with them they just they do the work for you don't they they're just lush yeah, yeah. do you have a preference over like the Evo range or the bio pops Oh gosh, that's hard. I have to say that I do love the Evo bases. I can't yep. I can't be without contour flex and oxygenating, but I've got to say I'm really enjoying working from the biopots with the colours. Mm, that's yeah. exactly like us. That's what <laughs> really that's what yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've always loved a pot and a brush. Always. Um and then it sort of when shellac was brought out, we it was like that was the first gel polish in a mm. bottle um so it were really strange going to paint him from a bottle yeah um but yeah going back to a, a pot and a brush is is a dream it's, it's really like, nice it's been strange control. yeah yeah. Mm. yeah yeah you do yeah I do I do like it um I think a lot of listeners will probably I don't know want to know or wonder um, you were using a lot of magpie um, at one point, and I noticed when you you swapped, a lot of people were asking you reasons for that. Um, it was the reason why you sort of just changed brands, or was it just purely just because you'd been given an opportunity with Bio? Um, so I was using probably the main brands that I was using at the time were probably um, Magpie Beauty and Gel Butter Link. They were like the two that I had the largest collection of, like I had the full Magpie collection. I had probably 200 plus of the, the Gel Butter Link colours and then like 600 of loads of other various brands. Oh, and I know I, I had a lot. It was, um, if you've seen pictures of my previous polish wall, there, there's there's a lot it was an addiction for sure <laughs> and it was definitely expensive keeping up with every single brand releasing new collections and then buying them all it was definitely a lot um but yeah it was nothing to do with any of the other brands at all and I still really enjoy them for like different reasons but bio just came along and I honestly didn't think anything of it I hadn't really believe it or not heard much about bio and when they kind of came along and I got to try out a few of the colours um, late last year and I always when I get a new brand into the studio I always pick like five clients and test it out on I also test them out on myself my mum who's a hairdresser so she's always a good guinea pig to test yeah, them yeah. and um, my mum was like oh they're really nice it's really thin and because yeah. I do a lot of like nail art and build up layers I felt like I could work a lot thinner and without and build up that depth but without creating a really thick nail yeah without the bulk yeah and I just fell in love and like I said I've never used um a pot and a brush before with colors and I just fell in love with that way of working as well mm. and retraining because they very kindly gave me the opportunity to retrain with them 
um, and go to head office. It was just the ethos behind the brand and the quality of the products. And like you said about them creating these Evo bases for five years and just the sheer depth and just, uh, it, it just feels like it was what, I think it's probably why I've always tried different brands and haven't found the one and stuck with one because I was given an opportunity to be a educator for Magpie, which I turned down because I just, there obviously just wasn't something quite right. And yeah. I think I found it with bio and it just, yeah, clicked. I think you've got to follow your gut instinct yeah. on these things. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you have. So yeah, it was yeah. nothing to do with any other brand other than the fact that, yeah, just bio. <laughs> <laughs> One word, bio. And then obviously you are a brand ambassador for Navy Pro Tools as well. Yep. I love Navy. Um, How have you found that? Oh my God. I love it. I remember... I don't remember how long I've been an ambassador for, but I do remember I was doing a live video on Instagram. I quite often go live on my Instagram and I remember I was doing it and I was talking about how I think I'd ordered one of the Navy tools or I was using my old nippers and then Navy joined on the live and I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And they were on the live saying, oh, you need some new nippers. And I was like, yeah, I do. These aren't very good. And I remember them messaging me afterwards and be like, do you want us to hook you up with a new pair of nippers? And I was like sitting there like squealing, like, oh my God, this is insane. Like what? Navy have messaged me. This is mad. <laughs> um, and then honestly, once I tried them, oh, once you go Navy, you can never go back. That's no. so true. You can't. You really, no. really cannot. And I think, I hope if anybody's listening to this podcast and think you're saying it because you're Navy brand ambassador and we're saying it because we're brand ambassadors, it is not it is no. not because of that it's because they are the best yeah they really um, are i think they take a bit of getting used to um because they're extremely sharp but you will never they are like your babies yeah, yeah they really are i have like my own ethel and mum has her own ethel and we have to like compare them because mum like don't like the thought of us ever like accidentally switching so she like so she's like you you picked up my Ethel. That's not yours. That one's mine. And I'm like, can we just, you know. You won't want somebody picking fine. up your baby, would you? Maternity <laughs> ward. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, they're precious. Taking home the wrong baby. Yeah, yeah, they're precious. They are. They are. Um, if anybody is listening, um, honestly, we just cannot stress how amazing they are. And I mean, I've had, I think my Doris was the first tool I bought. She's, She's, a, she's probably had a first birthday already. Yeah, I've not noticed. Doris um, was my first one I bought as well. Yeah. It's a good starting point, is yeah. Doris, though. Definitely. Yeah. And I've not had to send them away to be sharpened yet or anything. Absolutely Neither have I. Amazing. Amazing. And it does get some stick. Um, she, she really does work hard, bless them. And then yeah. their hygiene kits have been amazing during, like, yeah. for us now, yeah. returning to work, being able to just quickly you know like sanitize and disinfect our tools between every client yeah rather than you know going yeah. back to barbie side and having to make sure they've been in for at least 10 minutes etc it's so much better and so much more cost effective and probably on price as well i imagine yeah 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 it's amazing a lot cheaper. 
I think it yeah. is definitely revolutionising. Is that a word even? I don't know. Well, it is to us. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think maybe. They just, they hit the nail on the head with the, like, the whole branding and the yeah. luxuriousness and the gold. And I think that's the first thing I noticed was the gold. I was like, oh, they're gold yeah. tools. I just need them because they're gold. And they actually <laughs> just work as well, which is fab. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I... Before navy, like it's like their signature look now is that gold. Yeah, like definitely. I didn't know anybody making gold tools before navy. No. no. I think they stand alone, don't they? Yeah, and we love a bit of gold oh in God. our salon. It goes definitely. with the blush. Yeah. Ooh. But it's not just because they've made them to be to be gold, is it? It's the well, titanium no. coating that yeah. made them. It serves gold. a purpose as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the fact that it's so aesthetically, aesthetically pleasing. Especially yeah. when you're doing a picture on Instagram. Oh, they're lush, yeah. But um so going back to quickly back to your YouTube, um anybody who's sort of thinking of getting into YouTube, would you say it's better to have an audience first before you start creating a YouTube channel? Um, or would you just go for it and just hope that somebody watches? Definitely not. Like when I started, I was I probably had like 38 followers on Instagram and none on YouTube. I just started creating content because I really enjoyed it. So I would definitely say to anyone that wants to start, just do it. Just go for it. And no matter if you have 10,000 followers or 10 like people are enjoying your content if those 10 people are watching you're helping someone so definitely just go for it yeah I noticed as well that you were doing a new series where you're going um traveling and visiting other people um, yes. other nail techs and salons um so um that's been really good but I guess lockdown has put a stop to that yeah it's it's been on pause I had lots of visits scheduled um oh. But I hopefully it will resume soon, I'm hoping, once restrictions are lifted. But yeah, it's been a really fun series and I wanted to do it just so, well, basically because I'm really nosy, <laughs> quite simply. <laughs> I love the whole looking around people's like studios and looking in their drawers and seeing what they've got and how they store it and organise it. And I just hoped that other people were as nosy as I was and they wanted to come along on the journey and snoop around other people's studios and, and just find a little bit more about p the people behind Instagram accounts and mm. that they're humans too and they have lives and what their stories are. Yeah, it's a bit like through the keyhole, if anyone yeah. remembers that. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I guess Keith Lemons brought it back now, aren't he? So Why was it a thing through... before yeah. Keith Lemons? Oh, I thought it was just yeah. Keith Lemons. No. Oh, I thought no, it was too. No. See, oh, that's because Claire Young. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm experienced. <laughs> no, it was originally a, a thing through the keyhole, but then he's now fruit fruit keyhole. Yeah. <laughs> so great. So yeah, so it's a bit like uh through the keyhole uh with Isabel. Nail edition. <laughs> yeah. Nail, I nail love edition. it. Yeah, yeah. With Isabel. Um yeah brilliant who have you recorded um episodes with for that series so far um so far it started out with lucy who owns willow and um, the yep. e4bits and willow academy and all that and then i've been to beauty works by amy enchanted nails by kelly nail edit beauty like loads 
loads of people but well I say loads that's four people but hopefully <laughs> in the future um we've got some exciting ones coming up <laughs> exciting yes yeah. I think I've watched you one with Lucy and you one with Lauren as well um, yeah Lauren, I didn't yeah. realize you've done I thought they were just the two you'd done so I need to catch up yeah, yeah. there's there's four episodes at the moment but hopefully some more coming soon yeah um the other thing I wanted to mention is um obviously congratulate you on your scratch stars um nomination oh thank you (laughs) um it's just a shame it's been postponed due to lockdown but yeah um hopefully it gives us something to look forward to we can write off this year and then next year early spring um we we can uh start celebrating and start start the year with um with a bang yeah yeah, yeah. and you too Shelby because you've uh, you've oh, been nominated you. as well haven't you I have yes so yeah, thank so you exciting. Yeah. so am I right in thinking it was the social media star yeah that's the one that you've been yeah how do you feel about that um excited to be honest um I remember people saying to me last year oh it'd be cool like you should enter that category and I was just like oh my gosh I'm so nervous no way no way I'm just a little old dizzy over here no thank you um <laughs> but yeah it feels uh, yeah I'm so excited and so grateful to be in the category and up with so many other amazing people on the internet and yeah I'm really excited for the scratch awards and just supporting everyone else for the other categories as well and yeah excited for the party <laughs> I know that's what we kept saying Shelby's already bought a dress Have I, I you? Bought, yeah <laughs> I didn't I didn't even know what I was doing like nail wise on the competition day but I bought my dress but <laughs> I'm now thinking what if I don't like fit in it next year like there's oh, yeah, a long it's time and there's been lockdown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That lockdown stone that everybody's put on. <laughs> we can yeah. work it off. We can work it off. <laughs> How did that work then, Isabel? Did you apply for that yourself or did you have to be nominated for it? What did you have to do to apply? Um, I'm not sure, but um I know that well, I know a couple of people did nominate me, some fellow nail techs and stuff, and then Scratch did tell me to enter as well that I had to physically enter as well so I'm not sure if it was from me entering or from a nomination from someone else but yeah maybe collectively it helped yeah Yeah. who knows yeah so did you literally just fill in a form with your contact details or were there any questions that you had to answer there are a few questions like um why did you create your channel and what is it that makes your channel different and what is the content about and that kind of thing Um, and you had to like list it all and write it all down I think that made a difference as to whether you were accepted on or not yeah yeah I think anybody that's in um, the nail and well I'd say nail I wouldn't say nail and beauty but nail industry to be nominated um, for a scratch award um, let alone to actually win one it's such it's like winning the oscars yeah yeah world isn't it to to have that trophy it's like it's like either winning the world cup i say or like an oscar yeah Yeah, it's definitely it means so much it's it's really really sort of recognized within the industry um to win a scratch award um yeah so let's hope you know everybody does really amazingly 
amazingly yeah. well and it all goes ahead as planned and yeah. Shelby gets a finger out and sorts out a nail design <laughs> <laughs> yeah come on I've got yeah. a while now yeah pressure's yeah. off now she's like yeah. yeah um yeah so we and I think with us touching on lockdown and and like the upcoming scratch awards what else do you have health what else else do you have planned um for the future and and where do you think you'll you'll go with your goals um just continuing on with youtube i would love to be able to hit that 100k just to get that silver plaque (laughs) just to get that silver plaque um but yeah keep um working on that and the series and some other projects and also working on I've been doing some online classes like other incredible techs out there I think Instagram and this lockdown has opened up that online training side of things so definitely some plans for maybe some Halloween and Christmas um courses that I'm gonna work on and yeah yeah because at the end of the day um we're already sort of heading into August um so for us in the salon, as soon as September comes, it's Dark Christmas. Start coming back yeah, yeah. You start thinking Christmas for us in September. Yeah. So, you know, we're only really what four weeks away from September. So I know that's mad to think, isn't it? It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> we do that all the time, don't we? Sitting <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> same time. Um, but yeah, it's like so. September is a brilliant time for like. Halloween, nail art. Um, yeah. And I think definitely online, people have had the time to learn. And I've noticed myself this week, people going back to work and the standard of the work has like yeah. just propelled. It's yeah. Like, it really has. Doing online workshops and you can you can see it instantly um that people's work's him improved. Um so I definitely think there's one hundred percent a place for online online workshops yeah I think it's been amazing people have really been able to develop their skill over lockdown and yeah like you say it's really showing in now when people are posting their clients nails it's just amazing the creativity and people what the designs people are creating now yeah I think we found though going back the past two weeks I don't know if that's maybe because we've gone back we've rebranded um we've had all the extra PPE and cleaning we aren't we aren't we haven't had clients sit down and say right you can't have nail art but everybody's gone plain colours yeah aren't they? not even a speck of glitter mm, I have had a lot of people um go back to I feel like I don't know if this is the right way of saying it but more old fashioned style nails like ring like I feel like a couple of my clients have just had the ring fingering glitter which I feel like is quite a old trend that was maybe a couple of mm. years ago. Maybe it's just like simplicity now. Yeah. I think um with the French manicure, maybe it's it's taking things back now. Yeah, you know, definitely. Nat- natural, um classy. simple, classy, um, elegant nails and rather than living the nail art. minimal. Yeah. Mm, yeah, definitely. Makes it quicker in the salon. <laughs> <laughs> mum's mum's thinking about the benefits here of like yeah, yeah. But then it's the revenue that yeah. comes from, you know, just adding, you know, 50p for, for some glitter on a nail. You know, if people do start going back down to just like a plain, simple colour, it could affect your revenue dramatically. 
you mm. know that extra five five pound a set of nails put up as prices <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we're sitting here making notes now like hmm yeah yeah <laughs> hmm. do you want glitter with that <laughs> that's, um, that's just made me think a little bit has anything during lockdown um like did you put anything in place apart from the ppe so that when you went back did you make any changes um i definitely think for me i i took i don't know if you know bust your salon on instagram yes maddie cook who um runs that she runs money mindset classes and things like that i was introduced to her by another tech on instagram and i just was blown away and really just like relearning and retraining my mind to just like learning to value yourself and learning just yeah the how to value the industry as well and and it's not quite as simple as your location costs this much or this that and the other and I just think yeah that has been definitely an eye-opener for me because before lockdown I I charged not much at all for nail art and I'd only really been charging for nail art for a few months and I think that made me really realize right I actually need to like charge for my time and not spend 45 minutes for a couple of pounds and charge what it's worth as well because it's we are artists we're creating art on little mini canvases (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think I think over the years it has become a trend to look at what Sarah two doors down is charging and clients have put us under that pressure of well she's only charging 15 pound for shellac and people have felt the pressure to gain clients oh well I've got to charge that or I've maybe got to undercut her a little bit yeah. to get the clients um so I think definitely with lockdown it's made us value the industry and I hope that it's made raise the prices yeah. I mean you know yeah. like where we are in our area we're not the cheapest of salons but we're equally not probably the most expensive because we're not in the city center equally right but yeah. I think like my clients could probably travel a mile on the same road and go to a salon that's cheaper but they're not going to because they like the service they like the quality they like I hope they like me as a person (laughs) I hope that's the reason why they come so you know undercutting each other isn't the answer to gaining more clients necessarily is it or I've learned that I think I've learned that over the years definitely definitely that it's partly you if people click with you yeah um, and the and the form that that friendship and that bond um it's the service you provide it's the standard of your work I think it's your your training your ongoing training definitely it's yeah. not just one thing is it yeah and I think your knowledge I think the amount of people over the years that have come to me and I've pointed something out to them not quite right on on the toes and they're like well you know I've always been going wherever and they've always been happy to put it on and they've never pointed it out you know yeah. and they're, they're, they're quite happy and I'm like well I'm really sorry you know you need you need to go see a GP yeah. and they've been a bit funny they've not they've not been happy about it and I've stood by my guns but then they've come back and they've said I'm so glad you've sent me because you know I've had this problem for years and it's a fungal infection and I've got it treated now so you know it's like Sometimes you're a bit afraid to stand up for what you believe in. Yeah. Because because somebody else is doing it a certain way. And I just think just stay 
to yourself and do what you think is right and charge what you think's right. But I think a lot of people with what you were saying, Izzy, going back to um, the course you did, people don't realise how much it costs to carry out that treatment. And yeah. everybody has a different overhead. You know, yeah. we've gone from working in our home garage um, conversion. We've no rent to pay and then moved premises where we have got rent to pay. So you have to take these into account when, you, when you're working out your costings as well. Definitely, yeah. It's not as simple as, well, this is the one thing and that's what then entails this price and it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Have you made any other changes then or is that the number one thing was your prices? Um, I've set up my first, like, booking system I always used to, <laughs> paper diary I was always very old school with that like writing it in in a pen like a little rub out pen and I was <laughs> too scared to have an online booking system but now I've trusted my clients and I'm letting them book their own appointments and so far so good but that's probably one of the bigger changes as well and having everything like laid out and so that they can I think it's been nice because they can kind of see oh this treatment includes this and it takes this amount of time for this much and it shows them the value of the treatment as well yeah that's a really good point do you mind me asking what booking system you decided to use yeah I decided to go with um booksy nails bab rosie recommended it to me and I mean I had no idea what system to use and do you know what they've been absolutely amazing they have been able like they've they're on whatsapp so I can just whatsapp them questions and they reply straight away they're on the other end of the phone and it's been it's been a breeze it's lovely and do you have to pay any sort of like monthly subscription for this so at the moment I had like a free trial I think of a week or two weeks and then I believe depending on what kind of tier you want it starts off at 35 pounds a month which is what I'll be on but I know that they do offers and stuff for like the first few months as well it's just amazing what do you use so we're on um treat well so we use their booking system oh cool um uh, but then we have used um what's the other one schedule schedule which Which is now changed it's now changed to fresher oh Oh, yeah I've heard (laughs) that one yeah that one was that one was really good we were really lucky because we've used fresher from quite early on so we we still if we decide to still use that is we still get like the free um text reminders and things like that but if you'd signed up after may last year you don't get the free text reminders so you have to pay for it oh Um, yeah but there is quite a lot of booking systems out there like i said my son's a barber and they use booksy and they are so busy with booksy because Um, they um they get everyone to leave a review after they've been and their reviews are so high now in our local area that as soon as you search for barbers, like they're always ranking number one because they've got so many reviews. They've got like thousands of reviews. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I don't yeah. quite understand how it works, but I think I've, I'm not... Um, is it like you have to be like have a link and then you're, there's like a whole booksy thing where there's loads of people on it? Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. We were hoping you were going to tell us. <laughs> I just I remember the guy saying on the phone, he was like, um, you can have it so that you're private or you're available for people to search. I think mine's on private at the moment so that I have to send the link out to my clients. 
Um, uh, so right. that is definitely public. Yeah, yeah. Public. that is a great way to like generate so much more engagement and new clients and customers, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just books if once contacted us, and it just seemed to be more aimed at hair salons and barbers, and I think that's why we'd sort of not really looked into it further. I know mm. there's a few there's a few salons in our area that are actually on books if I actually ended up looking on it the other night. I don't know why, but I was on it. <laughs> um, but I wonder if they are making a bit of a, a turn towards beauty salons, nail bars, things like that. Mm. Yeah, potentially. That'd be interesting Interesting to get them on the podcast, actually, and see, Ooh, yeah, see yeah. what they say. Um, but yeah, so you've done lo- loads of changes. Yeah, quite a few. But I think, do you know what? I think it's like it was given everyone the opportunity to go back to work and do things the right way and not that we were doing it the wrong way but it just it's almost like a fresh start in a way Mm. yeah yeah maybe just because we've had like all that time just to reevaluate and look at everything about your business like is it making a profit you know are you working you know efficiently can you can you do it any differently can you improve it yeah um can you add another treatment you know, can you improve the treatments you offer? Um, it, it, I think it's definitely raised the standard. One hundred yeah. Our salon currently, I think, and I think Mum will agree, from this, we haven't made any drastically big changes. It's been very little things. But for some reason, the salon just feels like it flows nicer. Yeah, like, like it flows better. Yeah, it flows mm. better. It feels more inviting things just seem more organized and a lot cleaner I mean things were clean anyway but things yeah. just feel like they're at 100 percent rather than 99 now yeah because I, I, th- I think we're not we're not booked to capacity either um because of lockdown which I think a lot of people are, are, are finding exactly the same whether people are still frightened to venture out some people are still um shielding some people are still on furlough um, so it's definitely it's massively affected us so far um so I think because we're not at full capacity when you are working at full capacity and you're missing your lunch and you're rushing to to clean and yeah. sweep and all that it, it it's really hard so it does feel more relaxed mm, I think it's given us all the opportunity to step back and I think when you're intense and working back to back and so many clients a day I don't know about you guys but my back and my hands kill me yeah yeah it's painful yeah, it's our, it, it is. is our it's our neck and shoulders yeah um I but, used to struggle a lot with my like like hands and like that you know like that like that cushiony bit that you get on your thumb yeah, <laughs> like at the like, bottom of your palm yes, I always exactly right, sit it. and squeeze that but um since switching to an e-file that's like massively improved for me that's good that's good yeah I saw um recently on your Instagram you'd got a new like saddle stool oh yeah my new um, stool <laughs> yeah how how are you finding that it's really good. I've had since I started taking clients, I bought a thirty-five pound saddle stool from Amazon, and that's all I've ever known. Because that's kind of when I looked around, that was the most recommended kind of thing. And then I've been searching throughout most of lockdown for a new chair because the other one just doesn't even barely roll anymore. Um, and 
so it was definitely time for an upgrade and I found this one quite a lot of people luckily sent me links to loads of different places and I was looking around and there's quite a range between like you could pay 20 pounds to 200 mm. and I just had no idea but I ordered one from TMBL and do you know what it's been great it's like it's got a little bit of a back which I kind of wanted I wanted to be able to lean back if I wanted to and it's not quite a saddle stall it's kind of like you almost it kind of cups your bum <laughs> like keeps you in the chair <laughs> we've been looking at getting some new ones haven't we yeah we just have like um just like plastic ones that we've always used yeah. for even like the client side but when you sat on them all day every day it's fine for a client who sat there for an hour but for you who sat there for 12 oh. it starts to get uncomfortable yeah, yeah. definitely we, we definitely we've always had saddle stools prior um but then when we moved here we, we changed it and then like now we're like mm, I think we need to go back to something a stool more ergonomic ergonomically yeah. designed for your back and yeah. for the job that you're doing really is it more comfy um, yeah yeah because at the end of the day you know we, we sat for a long time and when you start getting older you'll you'll know about it <laughs> I feel like that now though like I like my boyfriend says to me like oh god you know Shelby your neck is so far forward you know all the time now and it's because I'm so used to you know doing nails and pushing my neck forward and sometimes I've caught myself, like, if a friend's taken a photo with me and my, like, chin and my neck is literally forward compared to the rest of my spine. Yeah, and I can feel myself doing that, it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, like, pushing it back. <laughs> I'm sitting <laughs> up now straight. I'm, like, posture, Izzy, posture. <laughs> I know, you can't help it. Boobs out, chin back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have a chiropractor. Well, we still do who works with us. Um but a, fr- a friend of ours was a chiropractor and, and he used to call me and Shelby Modo. So we were like, thought it were like an, you know, an endearing term, like, yeah. oh, like friendship. And one day we sort of said to him, Neil, what are you on about? And he were like, Quasimodo. And we were like, what? <laughs> he, were like, he were like, yeah, you Modos, you too. Like your posture's your terrible. Your posture's terrible. Oh my God. Um, it is like, something with no, the job, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no matter how many times we have had our backs cracked, necks cracked, acupuncture, yep. <laughs> uh, massages, it's so difficult and posture is, is the one thing that you need to sort of get right, but mm. we do need to invest in some in some chairs, so we'll have a look at them ones. Yeah, we definitely only get one body, don't we? <laughs> yeah. We do. Yeah, so stop abusing it. <laughs> after it. <laughs> so do you have any um goals that you want to like smash between now and Christmas oh gosh between now and Christmas um well I think I would just love to continue growing on socials continue with my clients and just just I think I've got personal goals as well spend more time with family and my partner and just keep working on the dreams I'm working on a super exciting project at the moment that it's kind of been years in the making, but I don't quite want to spill the beans <laughs> just yet. Oh no! <laughs> keep everyone waiting. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think just keep working towards my goals and spending time with my family and just yeah, enjoying life and enjoying the job that I love so much and meet, meeting new people and new friends. I can't tell you how much this doing nails and have this social media has helped me to be able to like 
battle anxiety as well and just be able to go to events I would never have gone to London by myself to go to an event two years ago but now I'm like when there's an event I'm like yeah I'll be there it's amazing and it's totally down to like you guys and other people in the industry making it such an amazing place to be and want to be a part of yeah we feel the exact same don't we 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 do love being a part of it especially now it's a lot more um open and inviting um you know to be to be in the industry you know years ago especially when I was like an apprentice in a salon you know you wouldn't dare speak to another salon owner like on you know (laughs) nearby it was Mm. like you just couldn't do it and it's completely different secrets yeah I think that's one of the reasons I probably should have said this before but that I started my YouTube channel because I kind of felt when I started I'd, I'd reach out to people and no one would really be that forthcoming with help and I just thought, why? Like, there's enough, there's enough human nails in the world for everyone. There's, there's an, why not share? Like, it's taken me loads of money to invest in different products and test it so that I can share, like, what I think about products to hopefully help someone else not have to invest so heavily and spend loads of money and just, yeah, give a bit of more information and just help. Yeah, it's like, even back down to when Instagram first sort of started to build its momentum, um, people didn't know how to take photos. We were all just, I mean, I, I'm laughing now because I know what you're going to say. No, some <laughs> popped up on my uh, Facebook and I think it was from about 2012. Oh, and the photograph is shocking and I can't even think whose nails they are. Um, but it's like on a fluffy towel. Yeah. Um, it's that hand crossed over the other hand Brilliant. kind of pose. People were like messaging, like, ah, oh, yeah, what do you use to take your photos? Or like, I'd message somebody and say, oh, you, your images are brilliant. Would you mind sharing? Mm-mm. Tumbleweeds. No. You know yeah. what? Nobody would be happy to help. One big thing like that went round, this was years ago, was <laughs> you would have like a piece of, say, a card, under the hands and your card would like have your little logo like printed yeah. like a thousand times all over <laughs> yeah. it yeah or like a remember... crystal or something yeah yeah and yeah. I remember <laughs> when these like boards came out and you wanted to know where to get them from nobody were going to tell you where they got them yeah. made so you had to go to your local printers and you had to get it designed <laughs> and pay a fortune for it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but, just so somebody didn't nick your image yeah we're, we're past that now though yeah we're more open, aren't we? i think sharing. it's a great way to be sharing is caring and supporting each other we've got to do it be kind yeah. to everyone love that saying sharing is caring yeah that's what i say to mum when she's got like a chocolate bar and it's yeah and i'm like come on <laughs> sharing is caring talking about chocolate. yeah um i am partial to a chocolate bar we both are out with but last week when we went back and we'd got obviously the masks on the va- the visors um I'd, I'd taken my mask off obviously after my client had been but then I'd gone over we got like where we met tea and coffee and I'd picked up like a piece of chocolate <laughs> and I tried to put it in my mouth <laughs> and I smacked it you know on the t- visor <laughs> I got I got it on oh god it's so funny I bet people have got like some really really funny stories oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. definitely Corey was saying he was cutting somebody's hair um and then you know cut you know the the string around <laughs> you know, around around the client's around mask the client's oh, no. just like, <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant off. 
I definitely had a moment with um, a postman. I was in the middle of a set of nails and I had the visor on, the masks, the gloves. And I opened the door and he was like, jumped backwards. (laughs) Oh my God, I was like, it's okay. Like, I'm safe. It's fine. Lily's like thinking, is this how she greets like everyone? No, I know. Like, is this how she's going to greet everyone? Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm on lit post, man, love. I'm yeah. on lit post, man. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. Funny. Funny. But yeah, nice to be back. Yeah. yeah. Some normal, normality and normality for clients as well. I think the clients that are coming back to us, they're all, although we had like we had a, a client cry earlier this week. She was very nervous, wasn't oh, she? And yeah. We had, well, I've had the criers. Yeah, not I me. I hope you don't listen to the podcast, but I have had criers, you know, since we've gone back. Just really sad situations have happened for them. And, and it's so difficult. I'm a hugger, like I said, and yeah. I can't hug my clients when yeah. sad things have happened for them. And I'm like, I just want to give you a hug. But I, I think can't. my poor clients come in and, like, they'll tell mum and I'll do the nails because I think... <laughs> I think they like know that that I'm just not very like empathetic. Like I'm not. I just can't do yeah, the most. Shelby can't relate unless it's a dog. But, um, yeah, don't be there. <laughs> if you tell me a dog's passed away, I'm there for you. Yeah. If you tell me like a parent, I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> so yeah, so I think somebody, somebody, were, I think somebody on Instagram was we were sort of chatting on Sunday, and people were saying how they'd found the first week and I said for me the hardest part for me was that I couldn't hug some clients that I've had I've had some really sad sad news during lockdown yeah Um, I think that's that's been harder for me than the PPE or the cleaning or or anything else really yeah being able to insult someone and just give them a big fat hug yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um but yeah but we're we're all back and let's all stay positive and yeah let's see what what rest rest of of 2020 2020 we've done it again (laughs) (laughs) you may as well be twins don't say that (laughs) shelby hates that easy because really people will say yeah like we don't get it so much now so i must start looking older but clients used to come in and they were like oh are you sisters or we can go somewhere and people ask if we're sisters and no. Shelby gets well annoyed what it is is like if we go on a night out together and we're like in Leeds drinking and then there'll be like some man who's like oh you must be sisters I'm like that's not a compliment no yeah <laughs> no but clients clients have said it though aren't they? they're like yeah. oh I thought you were sisters or, or they'll say to me oh you don't look old enough yeah, that yeah, that's a big one that you used to get. Careful, <laughs> <laughs> okay. like, oh, you would have a domestic. <laughs> yeah, first domestic on the podcast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Do you get along with your mum? Like working with your mum, Isabel? Oh, I love it. I love it. We're like best friends. She's she's my best friend. She is. She's she's joined quite a lot of my online masterclasses and classes and she reads out all the questions and quite honestly I think people do them just to chat to her like Teresa is the best I call her Teresa quite a lot not just mum I don't know why it's just something that me and my brother do we call our mum and dad by their names uh, sometimes mine mine do it to me to me and my husband do they? Like, um, yeah my do. name's obviously Amanda and everybody knows me as Amanda or yeah Manda but if if kids are calling us it's like Mandy and I'm like, yeah. I, am, I am answering. Mandy, 
especially Corey. Yeah, Corey's Corey does that word. Mandy, Mandy, I want you. Oh, come <laughs> on, Mandy. I'm like, I am doing. But I actually call you, although I do call you mum at work, I do also call her Amanda at times, don't I? Yeah, when I'm not with yeah <laughs> that's the yeah. thing it's like when you're shouting for them in a shop or something and you're going mum it could be anyone it's quicker yeah. to just say amanda or Teresa." yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think when you work together in your family i mean we've had this and you've probably had this loads as well like say me and shelby will have a client in each and one of them maybe might be new and i'll go off to maybe go make some drinks and they'll like whisper and they'll like go so do you get along with your mum? It's like you they know? want me to like dish the dirt and I'm like, there's no dirt to it's dish. Like, yeah. Because you guys yeah. are close as well, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like, we we think the same. We laugh and think the same, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Um, but I think it's hard for people to understand. They probably think behind the scenes you're having like big rows and yeah. big fallouts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And 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 we we hardly ever ever yeah. fall out, do we? Do you? Do you ever fall out with your mum? Um, not really. And if we ever do, it's kind of on a less of a mum daughter level and like mates disagreeing kind of level, or kind of just a little bit of a bicker or something. <laughs> but I, yeah, so, I, I'm laughing because Shelby once locked me out of our old studio. <laughs> <laughs> I come walking back in Dorma lots and I could see her fuming. She's like going, she's like waving a finger at me, going, uh uh uh. <laughs> she like went for door handle really aggressive, you know, to like swipe the door open really angry. She couldn't even open it. <laughs> Maybe if we had a, a look on our studio, I might have pulled that trick, but no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it just diffused the situation straight away, didn't it? Yeah, we were, like, she ended up laughing herself. <laughs> killing herself. Yeah, no. You do just end but up yeah. laughing, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Or if we've ever had them, like, when I lived at home, you know, like, I'd storm off to my bedroom, and then, like, two minutes later, she'd go, do you want some chocolate? <laughs> and I'd be like, is that your apology? <laughs> <laughs> Can't stay mad at each other for long. No. 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 Um, I do think it makes for a good working relationship. I really do. Yeah, it's Even really nice. With friends, I think sure. clients notice it and pick up on the atmosphere. I think it makes it a really unique, nice atmosphere. Quite a lot of my clients say, oh, I just love coming here because like, if you're not in the room, I chat to your mum and it's just everyone's laughing quite often. Well, yeah. pre-lockdown when we had clients in together, my clients would be talking with my mum's clients, but it'll be talking together and laughing. Yeah, I do think it just really makes, like, a, not a little community, but, like, we have clients that were in at the same time, on the same days, on in the same weeks, and they then got to know other people. Yeah. yeah. Like, one of my clients came in this week and said to me, oh, you know the lady that's always in when I'm in? She was like, did she have a baby? Because she was pregnant and she had a baby oh. during lockdown. And then... The client that, so this lady was then late for her appointment. So she accidentally pushed the next client late by 10 minutes. So when she was leaving, she was like, tell Angela I'm really sorry because she knew oh. that who my next client was. Yeah. 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 I do, so I nice. do think it's working nice. with family, I know they always say don't work with animals, but is it animals and children? Um, yeah. That's what they always say, don't they? But working with family, I think, I think it really can be beneficial if you get along, Definitely. you know. I think there's that trust the there as well and yeah I don't know, it's just really nice yeah it is it is easier than working with friends or having in, employees 
yeah it's so much easier thank you for joining us today and hopefully we'll be able to meet you again in person at the navy retreat at the navy retreat i can't wait I know it will be so good. So excited um, to put faces names. Although I think we were in together at the um training. Yes, we were. I think through the podcast, we just feel like we've actually got to know people rather yeah. than we just all we always know a, knew a of people through Instagram. Um, and I think as well because we're like a salon name, um, and not our personal names, and we don't really put our faces on there that often. Like when we have gone to events and things. Like nobody knows. Who, it sounds awful, but yeah. nobody, we're nobody. So it's, it's yeah. been really nice to use the podcast to really get to know people, and I hope that people that are listening also feel like they've had the opportunity to get to know people. Definitely, um, it's been lovely getting to know you guys, and like hearing all the other podcasts with such inspirational people, but not just getting to know them, but getting to know you and stuff. It's been lovely. Maybe someone needs like- to interview you guys one day. Well, they they have actually. Uh, we had Nikki do one with us. Um, oh, so that was fun. But I actually think um, I might have to edit this out if Mum tells me I shouldn't have said this. But you are possibly our last guest on series one of the podcast. Oh. <laughs> you are our final one, number twenty two, I believe. Oh, twenty two. Yeah. That's crazy. How many? Yeah, I know. I know. But we are still going to continue. Yeah, um, we're trying to still do one a week. Um, but we're just going to do a series, a series two, and just take it in a little bit of a different direction. I think, aren't we? Yeah, that's which we're exciting. It's going to be really beneficial to you know a lot of nail techs, small business owners. You know, whether that's a home business, a nail bar, whatever it might be, we're hoping that it's going to really help benefit people now that we're allowed to reopen and get oh, moving really again. That's really exciting. Mm, yeah. Mm, so watch exciting these features. Yeah. And good yeah. luck with everything. Yeah. And um, if if we're allowed to hug by then, when I see you, I'll give you a hug, easy. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give you a massive hug as well. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Beauty Edit podcast. This episode is the final one of season one, but please don't worry, we'll be back very soon. Season two will see a slight change of content, but we still aim to bring you interesting episodes with inspirational guests and industry leaders from the beauty industry. To make season two bigger and better though, we need your help. Please look out for us on social media at the Beauty Edit Podcast, where we will be asking for your recommendations and you will be able to have your say.